Hello, everybody, and welcome to Optimal Living Advice with me, your host and narrator, Greg Audino. This is episode 292, and a great way to start your week, if I do say so myself. Now, the question we'll be looking at today comes from a listener who is about to undergo some big changes, changes that will be occurring in a really small window of time, too. Surely a lot to handle, so I appreciate her asking for help today. And let's keep this intro nice and short, hear her question, and do our best to offer support as we optimize your life. I'm experiencing a lot of anxiety about some big changes coming up for me. In about a month, my daughter will be moving away. I'm very close to her, and as a single mother, it feels like we're all each other has sometimes. Then, almost a month after that, I'll be starting a new job. That's more bittersweet, but I have a hard time entering new groups and feeling like I belong. And since this job is not remote, I'm worried about that. All of this, plus my usual winter blues this time of year, and I'm concerned for my mental health over these next few months. Don't get me wrong, I know I'll be okay at some point, but right now that feels so far away, and it's hard to visualize myself getting there. Tell me logically how someone can deal with this anticipatory anxiety and stay positive until making it to the other side. Logically. All right. Good question, Asker. Though I am sorry to hear that you have some tough times lying ahead. That sounds like an awful lot of change at an inopportune time of year. You're right. You know, this reminds me an awful lot of a time that I moved. So um, if you'll humor me for a moment. Basically, after wrestling with the decision to move for an awfully long time, I decided to make a move across the country. And of course, there were so many moving parts here. It started with finding a place in an area that I was familiar with, but ultimately I went into sight unseen. And managing the logistics of that from 3,000 miles away was enough to wrap my mind around. But then when it came time to actually move, it became much more challenging for about a two month time frame. So there was getting all the utilities set up from afar. There was saying goodbye to everyone, which kills me. I have a really hard time with that. There was packing up my place into a Penske truck that I was to drive myself, since the guy that was originally going to ship it had a bit of a medical emergency and was unable to make the trip. Fortunately, he's okay. Then there was leaving my cats at my mom so I could come back for them a few weeks later once the place was set up. There was making the drive, arriving and getting adjusted to a new life, adjusting to home ownership and <laughs> all of the decisions and responsibilities that come with that. Then coming back after three weeks to attend a wedding and get my cats, followed by putting my cats on a plane and then flying back with them, probably what I feared the most, and then having them adjusted to place after a few days, and ultimately feeling like I would be home free once they were cool with the new place after those few days. So again, all of this, while full of blessings, no doubt, I figured came out to about two months in which there would be a lot of tough changes and happenings, after which things would probably run a bit smoother. And for me, there was this incredible relief when I was able to list all of these things out, as I just did, and instead of fighting it, really sit with the fact that these two months would most likely be unusually stressful. It, it was kind of like an out-of-body experience in a way. It, it was as though I had 
stepped outside of myself, risen above, and looked down at my entire life trajectory from a bird's eye view, putting into perspective how impossibly small this two-month fraction is in relation to my whole story. So expecting stress for two months straight, each time those feelings came up, I was able to calmly remind myself that this is part of the deal, I knew it was coming, and that it's on me to take responsibility for these stressful repercussions of my choices. Yet the thing is, there was still so much time to laugh, and there's so many times that were effortlessly enjoyable without me having to think about it. And each of these times felt like gifts, surprises given to me when all I had prepared myself for each day was one type of misery or another. Now, I'm not saying the same idea is going to yield the same results for you or anyone else. We all feel the pain of our own struggles differently, and we all perceive time differently. But what I am saying is this. These upcoming few months are not your full life, even if you're giving them your full attention. They are but a microscopic blip on the radar, say two or so months in the middle of whatever year of life you're on. If you live to be 80, that's well below 0.1% of your entire life. Even if you're 50 now, that's still well below 0.1% of the time you've already lived. It's a really small fragment. It's a fragment that will be unusually dense with challenges, but not without laughter and joy, not without lessons to learn and new beginnings that are necessary for some great things to come for both you and your daughter. So. There's your logical answer that you asked for. <laughs> uh, but maybe those numbers help, maybe they don't. Logic and measurements aren't always the best means of calming anxiety, even if we want them to be. Instead, the need for logic can, not always, but can, actually be a means of avoidance. So, whether or not you're feeling more settled now, I think the greater idea is this. You are allowed to feel this way. Anyone would. Things will get better, yes, and this stands to be a great period of growth. But you don't have to rely only on that hope. It can hurt that your daughter is moving. It can be scary to start a new job, and winter can be a sucky time of year. These things are allowed. The temptation to dismiss these truths with logic makes sense. But don't let it keep you from taking necessary steps to prepare for this transition and confront it head on. I would think that. The way you envision these few months to go is based largely on how prepared you feel you are for them. So I encourage you to act in spite of your difficult feelings. The more you prepare yourself for this transition by doing what is in your control, the more your perception of the transition itself will change, as it will inevitably unfold differently. So show as much love to your daughter as possible. Talk about her move with her support her, and come up with ideas about how you two can stay connected in this new phase of your relationship, making it more about quality than quantity. And think about ways that you can get comfortable in your new role at work. Ask questions you need to ask. Buy some work clothes that excite you. Decorate your office in a fun way if you have an office. Maybe talk with a counselor about why it is that you struggle with group settings. That's a really, really great observation and something worth checking out. So these are just some examples of how one might prepare based on what you've told me. So pick and choose, come up with some others that might feel right for you. But the point is that the more you do now, 
the more you can change the reality of these transitions in your favor. And it's easier to stay proactive right now, either internally, externally, or both, if you first allow yourself to have the feelings you're feeling and not necessarily rely on logic to just dismiss them. Okay, Asker. A little bit of everything today, wasn't there? Uh, I hope it wasn't too all over the place for you and that somewhere in here you're able to identify what means of coping with anxiety feels best for you in this particular situation. If not, you are more than welcome to reach out again for a follow-up. My door is always open. That, of course, goes for everyone. You can email me at advice at oldpodcast.com to submit a question of your own for the show, uh, to offer feedback, or most anything else, even if it's just saying hi. So don't be shy. I would love to hear from you and help out if you need. Other than that, everyone, thank you as always for being here yet again. Thanks again to The Asker for making this episode possible. And I'll see you all next time, where your optimal life awaits.